Welcome to Daily Chumash Summaries. I wrote these summaries in memory of my beloved paternal grandfather, Usher Zelig Ben Meir Halevi Zichronali Racha, and recently I decided to put these into an audio format as well. If you'd like to be added to the email list so that you can receive these summaries in written format, please send me an email to itistaught at gmail.com, or else you can follow the link in the show notes of this episode uh, to be added directly. So today we're going to be talking about the second aliyah of Parshas Tetzaveh. And in yesterday's aliyah, we started delineating the special garments of the high priest of the Kohen Gadol. Now, two of those garments were the Choshen and the Ephod. And we're going to expand on a little uh, on those a little bit today. We're going to talk about the, how the Choshen attached to the Ephod. So if you recall, the Choshen is the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol, and the Ephod is the linen apron. So today we're going to begin by talking about how the Choshen attached to the ephod, how this breastplate attached to the apron. And then we're also going to be talking about what's known as the Urim Vetumim, which were on the Choshen, on the breastplate, and they had a kind of a very mystical quality to them. And there's a lot of discussion within rabbinic liter- literature as to exactly uh, what, how it, they worked uh, and, and what they were exactly. Um, so we're going to be talking about that as well. So we're going to start off our discussion talking about the Choshen and how it attached to the Ephod, as I mentioned. What might be helpful for you is to actually Google uh, images of these things as, you know, describing them um, can be a little bit tricky without an illustration. So, you know, maybe think about doing that, yeah, Googling these, um, these the Choshen and the Ephod to see what they actually look like. Uh, but for now... So the Choshen should have two braided golden chains attached to rings that were at its outer edges. These attached the Choshen to the ephod straps above. The Choshen also had two chains hanging from its bottom two corners, but from the inside. These attached the Choshen to the belt of the ephod. The Choshen should be made out of the same five materials as the ephod. These five materials are blue wool, purple wool, scarlet wool, gold, and twisted linen. And similarly, they should be made from an expert weaver. The Choshen was known as the Choshen Mishpat, which, which translates to mean the Choshen of Judgment. Why was it called the Choshen of Judgment? Because first of all, it atoned for justice being perverted. And also it clarified the words of justice and promised that these these words would come true. The Choshen should be made from material that is one ama by half of an ama. An ama is a biblical measurement. It is then to be folded over so that it is square shaped, uh, so that it then becomes half of an ama by half of an ama. Uh, an, uh, a half of an ama is also known as a zeret. It should hang from settings in the straps of the ephod by the golden chains described above and fall right on the Kohen Gadol's chest. The Choshen should have four rows of different stones placed into the golden settings. The stones varied in size and the settings were made to fit them exactly. The stones in each row should be as such. In the first row, then these were the stones. The stones were the the Odem, the Pitda, pit and the Baraket, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, then the second row, we had the following stones, the Nofech, the Sapir, and the Yahalom. And then in the third row, we had the Leshem, the Shevo, and the Achlama. 
And then in the fourth row, we had the Tarshish, the Shroham, and the Yashfeh. So in total, you know, so there were three stones per row, and we had four rows, so there were 12 stones. And these 12 stones corresponded to the 12 tribes in order of their birth. So just as a side note, when we say in order of their birth, uh, what we really mean by this is not in literal order of their birth, but rather in the order of the women who gave birth and then their respective birth orders. So Leah of the, you know, of the, of the four women who gave birth to the the heads of the tribes, Leah was the first to give birth. So the first six stones correspond to her six sons, followed by Bilhah. So, which means that the seventh stone, which is the Lashem, corresponds to Bilhah's first son, Dan. The reason for these tribes to be commemorated in this way is for them to serve as a constant remembrance to Hashem. While the settings of the ephod straps hit right above the choshen and attached to it via the golden chains there, the straps continued behind the choshen, falling right above the belt of the ephod. The shoulder straps were attached to the front side of the ephod via a blue string that was threaded through two rings that were at the bottom of the shoulder straps and then through the bottom two rings of the choshen. This set the choshen in place so it wouldn't move around. Moshe placed an inscription of the ineffable name of Hashem into the folds of the Choshen. This was referred to as the Urim Vetumim, which we mentioned in the beginning. Okay, so we mentioned the ineffable name. So the ineffable name of God, what is this? So there's actually a dispute as to whether this was the Tetragrammaton, which is the Yud Kevav Kev, for those that you are, who are familiar, or the 42 name letter name of God or the 72, 72 letter name of God. So there's different names of gods and there's a, a dispute as to which one um, Moshe inscript into the Urim Batumim. Aaron, who was the Kohen Gadol at that time, the high priest, wore the Choshen and was in charge of judging the people. When there was a question concerning a certain judgment, the words to the answer would light up on the Urim Batumim. During the second base of Megdash, while the Kohen Gadol did wear the Choshen, there was no name inside of it, so it didn't work in the same way as it did in the Mishkan. And that is the end of our Aliyah for today. Thanks for listening to my Chumash Summaries podcast. If you liked this podcast, please consider subscribing on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And please consider also checking out my daily Tanya podcast, the It Is Taught podcast. Uh, it's also found on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or any feedback or comments or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me at it is taught at gmail.com.